You're now listening to a Real Media Network production. Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Drinks, Movie News, Reviews, and Booze, your Real Media Network production. Episode 101. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and I'm your host, Dennis. And today I got one real boy, the man who knows the difference between cumin and cinnamon. It's Mike. Aw, oh, thanks, man. It means so much to me <laughs> when you address me as such. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I know uh, the difference based on taste. But yeah, you put the two in front of me. I might mistake them. And uh, use the wrong one, but that's that's another story. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've had some uh, Montana, my girlfriend, she wanted to make me curry yeah. one day, chicken curry or whatever, okay. right? Cool. And she went to the grocery store and you needed coconut milk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She couldn't find coconut milk. Okay. She got water? Coconut water? Nope. Okay, she okay. thought condensed milk would be like the same oh, yeah. exact thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had the sweetest curry I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Jenna has a habit. My wife, Jenna, uh, has a habit of whenever she needs shampoo or conditioner, she'll just always get the opposite one. <laughs> like she'll stand there and stand there and be like, I'm getting shampoo, and then she'll come home with conditioner. <laughs> just have and a just like, surplus of conditioner. Yeah, yeah, or, or the other one. So, like, when she needs shampoo, she'll come home with conditioner. She needs conditioner, she comes home with shampoo. And it's just like... Just get the Axe Body 2-in-1 and get them. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not the best, but at least it's both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, those things, it's yeah. always like... All, all of those things, though, to me, are just like, okay, if you can put it all in one... Why aren't you all doing that? Because otherwise, like, it's either, does there need to be separate products? And I have a, I have this theory about everything. Like, I th- I'm pretty sure, like, Dawn dish soap, mm-hmm. just shampoo. Like, I think we could be, there should be one cleaning product on the <laughs> shelf for dishes and people and laundry. <laughs> just just uh, sell it all. I mean, we already know laundry and, and toothpaste are the same uh, product, right? We all know that. Todd, Todd, uh, Tide. What am I trying to say? Tide? Tide, Tide pods. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> that's, you know, people are brushing their teeth with those. So uh-huh. we all know that they're all, all all the same. Like, why why are you selling them as, as different items? <laughs> it's just to gouge us, right? Oh, I need to wash your hair. Yeah, let's crack open a Tide pod. <laughs> just crack with a Tide pod. Just like an egg. Yeah, just like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, now, I was uh, really interested in hearing how you were going to say the episode, and you went 101. So you're, you're sticking with that? You're going to do 102 next? Like, you're never, are you ever going to do 102 or 103, you know? Oh, am I going to do the word 100 or just digits yeah. is what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Digits sound better. Yeah. In your humble opinion, yes. <laughs> Digits I, I over syllables any day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, no, I I think I agree with you. I was just really curious. Like I didn't know what you were gonna do. 
it it does draw out the process because if you're doing like so okay you're gonna keep that up like yeah one one zero like are you gonna do one one zero for 110 maybe we'll see when we get there (laughs) okay whoa whoa you're saying (laughs) you're just gonna fly by the seat i'm gonna wing it the stones on this one (laughs) 101 to 109 i know what i'm doing after that yeah, it's 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 up in it's, the air. it's for me to know and you guys to, to know. find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. I well, you know what? I can't wait. <laughs> it's, honestly, I'm eager. I sound like I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, well, we got planned for today for episode 101. Uh, basically, the same thing as the last 100 episodes. Wow, Jesus, man! <laughs> Pull yourself together. <laughs> uh, we got movie news. Yeah, um, we got reviews. Which includes the newest entry of the Faux Fest. <laughs> <laughs> which was... Uh, which was Manu the Swift man. or Birds of a Feather. Two different titles. We was, took way too much time off. I totally forgot that the Faux Fest was a thing. Not really, but like, yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> uh, I'll tell so. you about it. Uh, you're definitely catching up for having... Because <laughs> I felt like pretty... Odd, there was like a few uh, where I was the only one who watched, but like you're, you're catching up, if not have surpassed me <laughs> in uh, watched uh, Defoe Fest entry. So, yeah, and then we're going to talk about other reviews. It's been two weeks, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I got a list of stuff I want to talk about. Okay, we'll do some rapid fire reviews, cool, because some things are just re watching, some things I want to go a little bit in depth. All right, some brand new stuff in there, cool, and then I have a little trivia game for you, Mike. Oh, a little game okay. that we're going to play. Okay. So, get I'm, excited. I'm so excited. Keep the excitement level. This pizza, right where we're at right now, Yeah. I want this enthusiasm the entire show. Okay, you don't want me to go up from here? No, nope. Okay. You don't think that'll be, like, stagnant? <laughs> or, like... <laughs> God. Uh, but before we get to the reviews or the news, we got to dabble into some booze. Yes, please. Um, in today's... What did I call this? Real Booze Breakdown? Okay. I think that was the name I put on my list to call this segment. Cool. I have Whoa. this nuke it? or this detonating guy on this can of beer. Trying to, you know, diffuse a bomb here. I guess so, yeah. Um, even though one's going off in the background. Mm-hmm. So, right now, I, we can only really assume that he has a 50% success rate of saving right. detonating bombs. Yeah. yeah. He's already moved on. Oh, or maybe he... is he setting it? Ooh, that is true. Oh no, this beer promotes terrorism. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you rotate the can, we get the name of the beer, Igniferous. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a DDH IPA. Yeah. Do we know what any of that means? Well, I mean, we know what IPA means. I'm assuming DDH stands for Diggity Dog Hot. <laughs> Diggity Dog Hot IPA. Yep. I can't wait. Okay. Um, 6.5% alcohol, yeah. strong beer um, from New Brunswick, so we're doing local. Yeah. Uh, let's say the actual brewery. Is that not maybe the Novum? Novum Boreas. Boreas. Is that like... Latin for New Brunswick? I don't know. We might have just summon the demon for all we know. Oh, no. I've seen those movies. <laughs> yeah. They make you read something and then... And that's it. That's how yep. they get you. Yep. We've all seen Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, crack let's them crack open. Let's open. I'm excited. 
Cheers to one on one, Mike. Cheers. Wow. That's a strong beer. That's a good beer. That's good beer. Mm-hmm. That that's strong, but yeah, quite um, quite flavorful. It's a flavor explosion mm-hmm. in the mouth, and uh, it's uh, call my sweet. taste buds detonated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, got a lot of like citrusy yeah. notes, which often IPAs do, and I like it. It's just interesting that it doesn't really water, barley, wheat. Oats, hops, yeast. Yeah. This one's, uh, because we had a beer two or three episodes ago that we all thought it was going to be very citrusy and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And then this one, I wouldn't have known it was going to be so citrusy because there's no indications that it'll be so citrusy, but it has, it has, I'm not wrong, right? Like it's got that citrusy notes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just, there's no indications (laughs) that there would be. So that's why I was a little surprised by that. Oh, it's good though. Good job, Dennis. Thanks. Yeah. A round of applause. Yeah. Right. Might as well do this. Thank <laughs> we you. might as well be doing this. <laughs> uh, let's jump to the news. Even though it's been two weeks, I don't have that much news for you, Mike. Okay. Um, so much. That uh, I, di- I know Dial of Destiny is doing really solid at the box office, isn't it? And by that, I mean. It's done really bad, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this year in general for the box office hasn't been... Has been pretty bad, Outside right? of like maybe Into the Spider-Verse and yeah. Guardians 3, everything's kind of been under... Yeah, performing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Indiana Jones, like I'm not a big fan. Not me either. I mean, I I can't even say I've seen like all the... like I've seen Crystal Skull, because mm-hmm. I remember that being a big thing back in like 2008. Right. And seeing that. And then like the rest, I couldn't tell you if you played a scene you'd be like oh yeah that's that's I, that one no i like if you played me a scene i couldn't tell you what one. Oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah that's how familiar i am yeah with the, yeah okay yeah i yeah you play a scene in front of me i'm gonna think that's the young indiana jones oh wow yeah regardless of how old harrison ford is mm-hmm. so. <laughs> regardless of if it's harrison ford or sean patrick flannery yeah. <laughs> um okay so what do we got here Starting off with, don't want to start off with this one, but because it's kind of a spoiler, but it's not because they also announced it themselves, which I think is kind of lame. It's like leave, you know, we're in the world of leave surprises. Yeah, you watch it. Don't yeah announce anything for sure. So when so Deadpool three is actually being shot right now. Okay, I don't know. Right? One of the few projects that are still going going forward. Yeah, during the writer strike. Um, now there was a rumor. That Ben Affleck was spotted on set, you know, Multiverse of Madness mentality yeah, is, oh, ha- yeah, is happening yeah, all yeah. over again right. with Deadpool 3. But so, but the shocking side of things, Maximum Effort, which is Brian Reynolds' production company, mm-hmm. has announced that Jennifer Gardner has been cast in Deadpool 3, repri- reprising her role as Elektra. Okay. Wow. And if, I mean, that would have been neat not to know, really. Yeah. Just, like, wouldn't think... That she, would happen? Yeah. <laughs> right? So, obviously, the rumors of Ben Affleck coming back as Jared Elwood now intensified. Mm. Because, you know, why well, have one but not the other? I kind of think it was, would have been a package deal. I think that's my thought on the whole thing. I feel like, because I feel like Ben Affleck's like, I'll do it if you can get her to do it type of deal. Hmm. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. Very interesting. 
Yeah. Yeah, it does like yes, that's one of those things where it's like I that would be neat to see, but like I really don't care. Like so why are you bothering, you know, yeah. like even like Ben Affleck being Daredevil, it's like, "Oh, that's that's neat, but it would it it would have been so much better being totally surprised by it yeah. than having any idea that it was coming because now it's just like now if it doesn't happen it's like well why didn't that happen yeah i don't know but so i mean i'm looking into these articles more and it's just all the rumors it's all yeah it's multiverse madness 2.0 which is the expected cameos basically everyone that's involved in a fox marvel project is connected to deadpool 3 yeah right now so okay wow um we got uh some narnia movies in the works Sure. Netflix is making a re or rebooting whatever they're doing with the Narnia franchise. Okay. Um, director Greta Gerwig, who oh, yeah. directed a uh, Little Women and in the upcoming Barbie movie, mm-hmm. apparently signed on to direct at least two of these Narnia projects. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Sure. Why not? Not a big Narnia fan. I figured you what? I figured no. Didn't. Like, few episodes back now, I was like, oh, man. I was I was thinking Golden Compass yeah. uh, was the same thing as Narnia or something. No, I was like, they the keep same. doing Narnia stuff. Because yeah. I literally thought that the Golden Compass stuff was Narnia as well. And I'm just like, and they keep doing that. And I, I thought that his Dark Materials miniseries at HBO, I was like, that's, that's Narnia. But I think it's Golden Compass. Yes. Yeah. So. so I'm like, stop doing Narnia stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're not. They're, it's two different franchises, but yeah. Um, what I got here, I got, um, kind of no surprise because it's like a big franchise now. Uh, Doom Part 3 has been confirmed. Oh, wow. Um, Doom Part 2 comes out later this year. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, a third one is going to be, I mean, I don't know how many books there are. I think there's a lot. I'm not a Doom fanatic. Neither am I, but I've talked to a friend of mine, and he's like, there's so much Doom stuff. And uh, it's going to be potentially based on the second book called Doom Messiah. People thought that that's all wrong. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got, uh, so, Mattel. Yes. Has a Barbie movie coming out. They sure do. And they have other things. No. Coming out too. Which includes a Bernie movie. Oh. Now you're like, alright, cool. Sure, why not? Like, make a Bernie movie. I didn't know Mattel had the rights to Bernie. No, I didn't. But here they are. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Attached to the project. Yeah. And in an interview with Mr. Kaluuya... He said the project itself is aimed towards the an older audience. Hmm. Uh, we are leaning into the millennial angst of the property rather than fine-tuning this for kids. It's a really a play for adults. Not that it's R-rated, but it'll focus on some of the trials and tribulations of being 30-something. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we're getting like a gritty take on Bernie. You yeah. didn't want it, but that's what you're going to get, Mike. Oh. Hope you're happy with yourself. Uh, yes. <laughs> you, you didn't speak up, so they made it. <sighs> I guess I should have let it be known. Don't do this. <laughs> but I didn't do that, so it really is on me, isn't it? 
And on top of that, another Mattel project. I they I saw this article. They have like forty five like Mattel properties that are being produced in some capacity. Yeah. I picked this one because I know you're a fan of this property. Yeah. It's almost like your favorite games. Uno. There is an Uno movie. <laughs> okay. Um. What? How? Not much about it. Uh, even this article says there hasn't been a lot of coverage regarding the Uno movie. Um, just that once uh, this woman, Marcy Kelly, was a writer at, for this project, uh, said that the movie was going to be more of a heist project. Um, I don't get that. So this is her quote on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is basically her quote when they even announced... Well, this is a quote on like when they announced the project, like when she was offered the write it yeah. or whatever. Her reaction, she's like, my reaction is the same reaction to everyone else, which is what? <laughs> uh, the first draft I sent was, the first draft I sent in was fuck heavy. It was it was something like fifty pages, and the next draft had one. Mm-hmm. So they at least had like, they brought the fuck words to at least one for PG thirteen purposes. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, because I... Why would a Uno movie need any more than one F-bomb? Yeah. I mean, I feel like one is maybe even too many. Like, why... It's a, This is a card game. A family card game. How are you heisting that? How, like, are, you, how, how are, you, are you heisting that? Is it going to be... Maybe there's some bogus, like, true story where someone, like, robbed... A store, it got some Uno games or yeah. something like that, and they're like turn when it they into... announced because think before the Disney Fox merger, like they there was like an article like all the project got scrapped, and there was Ben Affleck and I think Matt Damon were working on one based on the Monopoly, the Monopoly. game yeah. by McDonald's, yeah, yeah, but how like someone was like reading the system, yes, which yeah. is based on a true story, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like know if there's any fraud. I haven't looked into it. Maybe there's a crazy Uno story somewhere. Similar to that? Maybe. Or maybe there's just like a really intense Uno game. Mmm. Where yeah. family and friendships were torn apart. Yep. That seems likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last bit of news here. One uh, for DC. Apparently... So before James Gunn jumped on board, there was a Wonder Twins movie mm. in the works. They even casted the Wonder Twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, that. within like the week, they canceled the movie because mm. the movie was announced, and then like all the cancellations started happening. Apparently, someone in cahoots with DC let this person know that a new Wonder Twins project is in the works, but has nothing to do with the with that one, one that got canceled. Okay. Whatever. Sure. If it yeah. happens, fantastic. I mean, for the Wonder Twins fandom out there. Yeah. All which... three of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sorry if you're listening to your Wonder Twins fan. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not actually sorry. Because, I don't know. Yeah, it's just strange. It's like, you didn't have any stock in it. You announced it. You're, you didn't have any faith in it. Canceled it immediately. Why are you saying you're going to do another one? Now? Like, what's so different about it now yeah. that you need to do it now? Oh, oh, what James Gunn's doing it? Oh, cool. Or not producing or whatever he's 
Yeah. Uh, that was going to be totally different. I don't care. They're shape-shifting twins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the last Ooh. bit of news I got for you, Mike, is the biggest news since our last episode. Uh, my watch is upside down. That is the news. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and their egg on your face. We have a new Superman and oh, a okay. Lois Lane. Yeah, I think I did hear about this. Yeah. This um, is confirmed. Like, this is confirmed. James Gunn even said, said this yep. is accurate. Mm. Uh, we have... Why aren't the names right in front of me in this article? There we go. David Cornsweat is playing yeah. Superman. Hold on. Is it really Cornsweat? Corin. Oh, okay. You <laughs> <laughs> said David Cornsweat. <laughs> That's your Superman. David, stop eating the corn. You're getting so sweaty. <laughs> it's just my corn sweat. <laughs> All right. And Rachel... Brosnahan. Right, yes, yes, yes. Not corn sweat. Brosnahan. Brosnahan. <laughs> bronze hand. <laughs> no. Corn sweat and bronze hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is set to star as Lois Lane in Superman Legacy. Now, what do you know these people from? She's Mike? from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, right? Bingo. I don't know about this guy, though. Uh, I don't think I've seen him in anything. His past credits include Pearl, which is an A24 horror movie. Ah. <gasps> And it's a project called We Own the City. But, uh, yeah, congratulations, you two. Yeah. We're happy for you. Good stuff. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. All the pressure's on you. No, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, if your movie doesn't if work. It's, yes, if the movie doesn't work, it's all your fault. Right? <laughs> there, no one else involved had anything, you know, they tried their hardest and you crashed and burned this thing. Superman? You couldn't get Superman right? Are you buddy, kidding me? Buddy, stop shucking corn and be Superman. <laughs> yeah. you're, so, you're so sweaty. You got so much corn sweat. Go get some super sweat. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, like, obviously, like, uh, I want this to be good. And um, I think it has the potential to be so. And um, they look the part. I've seen, you know, the pictures of them. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, they, they people are kind good. of pointing out the you similarities know? of Dave, this David guy as to Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, Doesn't not, seem not as like... twins. Yeah, yeah. But they have similar physiques. Physiques, I'm sure. And sure. looks. And, but, hey. Also British, right? Too, yeah. Or? Yeah. So, you know. People are going to hate David anyway because he's not Henry Cavill. Yeah. He's like the best thing to happen in DC for some people. Yeah. So... But yeah, no, I, um, obviously we're joking too. Like if it's a bad movie, it's not just on these people. It's, it's her fault. It's, <laughs> it's specifically Rachel Bronson's yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of old DC, there's still people out there defending the Flash. It's been out for like a month or three weeks now. People that aren't being paid are still... De- yep. <laughs> really? Yep. That's hilarious. And the best thing I came across was this post saying, I don't know why people are celebrating the Flash bombing, because all this is doing is convincing studios not to make superhero movies anymore. I don't think so. I don't... I don't and it's like, no. Doing. It's telling them to... Hopefully. You know, worst case scenario, all this is telling Hollywood... Is to make Batman and Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. 
But I hope they learn the right lessons. In a way, like, they might not be wrong. But I don't think they'll, they're, like, studios aren't giving up on, no. on superhero movies. Because of, like, this. I just think they'll just be more careful on what they're producing. I hope so. I mean, honestly, if, say, if your movie gets delayed twice before even, like, you know, you announce it. But one, stop announcing things until it's a hundred percent. It's happening. Yeah. Deal. Don't be like, hey, we're making twenty movies. With here's all these release dates. Right. Once you start delaying them, you gotta start either like axe it or. Yeah. Yeah. I think. <clears throat> delays. Okay. Like I can be okay with delays if. It ends up being good, you know, like if it ends up being good, but like if you're delaying it. You don't it, like, know if the delays are for to make it better. Yeah. Or because, you know, someone's fighting, fist fighting someone in Hawaii right now, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think like a, a better way to maybe monitor it is like, let's look at the budget of yes. this, right? Like if this is ballooning past the $300 million mark, maybe... It, we should rethink things and really take care of, you know, like when it gets up to be that, you know, 200 million, close to yeah. 300 million or around 300 million, maybe really start making sure it's going to be good. Yeah. Like it shouldn't cost that much money and be sh- dog shit. Yeah. You know, like it, it should be at least good. And these movies that have been costing that much are just have been bad, you know? So I don't know. Like, if it's going to cost that much, make sure it's good. I mean, uh, but how do you like, like the judge flash that? bombing, I, I just, there's, this whoever posted this, they just were looking at it as, like, you know, pro DC thing. They are, that movie is like a unique situation because so many things happened for this movie. Yeah. Before the cameras were even rolling, mm-hmm. there's director changes, story changes. Studio changes. Yeah. I mean, this movie had to change things as ownership of whoever was running that section of Warner Brothers mm-hmm. was happening. So when it's like, oh, we had like seven different endings. Yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah, I guess like the big thing is, is I hope. Take your time. Take your time. And then also maybe yet yeah, say, okay, we are limiting the budget. Like this should not cost any more than one hundred and fifty-five million dollars. Yes. You got to deal with that. If it's not, then you're. It's done. Like we're yeah. over. Like we're not. We're not doing it. Like if it balloons past that, then like that's you gotta, it. You you cut them an off. IP that you make hasn't work. dealt with the box office before. Yeah. Why throw? Why are you throwing three hundred million dollars? Right. Yeah. Yes. There's like you know. There's other times like box office bombs in general. It's like yeah, sure. They're based on some sort of old show. And it's like, oh, we're rebooting for modern. It doesn't work. That's fine. Whatever you stuff. Like, uh, honestly, because Indiana Jones mm-hmm. is underperforming. And a lot of people are saying it's because, like, today's... It's like, who's watching Indiana Jones right now? It's not, you know, mm-hmm. the target audience... You know, yeah, people they're not... moved on from yes, Indiana Jones, yeah. basically. There's yeah. no real audience for it. Mm-hmm. But, so. Yeah. Yeah. Super, superhero movies are far from done. Yes. 
We're getting yeah, I think more it's than while, we yeah. could have ever imagined. Yeah. So. I think we're a while yet. Yeah. Now, yes, if it keeps trending this way, yeah, Batman they'll stop. They'll, yes, yeah, it'll get down to that. And then if those start trending that way too, yeah, we'll see the yeah. end of like this era for sure. I mean, this, you know, cinema and like in movies and like they've gone through these eras before. Yeah, it was the Western before. Like the Western dominated, you know, from like for a very long time from like you know you could say at least like the 40s 50s around there you know all the way up to the 80s really like at least the 80s like they they dominated like western films dominated for like a really long time so like i'm sure yes there will be a time where superhero movies are not the dominant you know box office contenders but I think we're a ways away from that yet, and the the course. A lot of dominoes need to fall. Yeah, yeah. Before it hits that, and like we're still at a place where like it can start trending that way. But I think things can be course corrected, and like up for both big big uh, companies too, like DC and and Marvel. Like they both they both need to do some course correcting here, and I think they could do that. Like I've seen like memes and post about marvel where it's like uh the eternals comes out oh marvel is bombing or whatever it's like i'm dead but then spider-man came out so everyone's like oh marvel's back on top and then you know thor love and thunder came out ant-man came out and everyone's like oh this is all marvel's doomed but then guardians came came out and everyone everyone's like oh no marvel's the best thing ever doing it again yeah so so yeah we're a fickle audience like yes exactly like it's uh yeah, there will be good, and it's just like westerns. There's some really good westerns. There's some really bad westerns. So like it, it's gonna happen, and we're gonna you're gonna see it fluctuate and, and stuff. But they're not they're not going anywhere anytime soon. But yeah. yeah. So, long story short, make the movies good. Yeah, especially if they're gonna cost that much. <laughs> like if they're gonna cost that, but like yeah, they don't need to be doing that. Like you know, we could see a a just a middle of the road like just small scale superhero movie it doesn't have to be the end of times you know every single superhero movie why why is the world or the fate of reality at play in every single yeah. superhero movie it doesn't have to be that way so the sky beam yeah everything's a sky beam everything if this happens it destroys reality yeah. like no just do do a smaller story like personal can, stakes yes I mean, the, the, doesn't need to be worldwide stakes yeah it's a personal stake mm-hmm. so yeah uh you done your beer i am done my beer yeah. oh damn i'm not done mine <laughs> that's okay it's a good time i was really thirsty <laughs> <laughs> but moving on to the review section yeah of the show yeah kicking off with the faux fest yes you are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh for those who picking episode 101 to jump in on real drinks and I say the faux fest, and you're like, the hell is that? Well, it's about Will and the faux, because here at Will Real Drinks, mm-hmm. we've taken it upon ourselves to watch the entire filmography of the great actor William the Faux. Mm-hmm. Did I say William? You did. It's okay. It's both. It's yeah. actual. It's his actual name. And uh, we're on IMDb. Has his list of movies. He's in. Hope we can find them. We're watching them. Right. In chronological order. Chron- yeah, we started in 1980. That's right. We're in the 2018, 2019 
sure. area right yeah. now. You, you tell me. <laughs> no, no, I didn't watch this one. <laughs> so we're going to the animated route okay. of things. Yeah. With, uh, once again, it has two titles in some area regions. It's called Menu, M-A-N-O-U, semicolon, or colon, not semicolon, colon, The Swift, or it's called Birds of a Feather. Okay. What What is this? It's... <laughs> is it any good? No. <laughs> real, 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 real dead, real dead. It's a real dud. Okay. It's a... I don't know what production company did it, but it's... Is it 2D, 3D? 3D. Okay. But it's like... I'm going to shit out of company here. It comes off as like one of those straight to DVD mm. knockoff. Mm. You know how like there's like that company that, that intentionally does like knockoffs yeah. of like famous franchises or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like they get away with it because it's like they just know all the loopholes. Yeah. They, they call it this. It's clearly Lord of the Rings, but they call it the adventures of the the hobbits or the whatever, yeah. like another species. And it's like, you're doing Lord of the Rings, but you're not calling it Lord of the Rings. Basically. Right. This reminds me of that type of deal. So it's called Menu the Swift because the bird, is, it's a, the type of bird is a swift. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, when he's in an egg... He somehow witnesses his parents die. Mm. So when he hatches, mm. he has no family. Then yeah. he comes across seagulls. Okay. Who were voiced by Kate Winslet and Willem Dafoe. Whoa. Okay. So they like take the Swift in, and it's a whole, it's the classic thing. Like he has to, he's in a world of seagulls, but he's a Swift. Mm. So he's not doing seagull things. No. So he's not loved. Willem Dafoe doesn't like him. Oh. Even though he's it's technically his son. Yeah. But then he immediately... And he should understand that. <laughs> yeah. Then he immediately has, like, another son, like, after they, like, adopt this bird. Mm-hmm. Like, they have like, their own egg hatches. And it's a... Clearly, it's a seagull. <laughs> yeah. And then, so he loves that bird more. Because, you know, they can, like, swim in water, like, paddle in water with little feet. Because his webbed toes. Oh, yeah. Swifts don't they don't have the webbing so they can't do oh, that. No. Yeah. But That's so sad. Yeah, it's just uh, it's very cliche. It's this fish out of the water type movie. They the only big names in this. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. And then of course it's the classic that he finds like other Swifts, and then around that point I checked out of the movie. <laughs> other stuff happened. One seagull gets kidnapped or whatever, or then there's like evil rats. Oh. And then there's like a. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And They're all there's, evil. <laughs> then there's like, like, you know, oh, all the seagulls hate the Swift, but if he wins this race, they all they, they all love him. Yeah. So there's like this very just drawn out race scene. And like, the Heath on saying, like this whole thing about how, how he keeps flapping his wings and seagulls don't flap their wings, they glide or whatever. Oh, okay. But uh, like, I'm watching, they're talking about how they don't do that, but I'm like, you're all flapping your wings right now. <laughs> I don't know Hypocrites. The, I don't know the difference of what you're doing, what he's doing, what he, say, what he says he's doing or not doing right now. Yeah. It all looks the same to me right, right. now. Yeah. yeah. You're all birds. You're all birds. So. Yeah. Love each other. You know? We're all humans. Why can't we all just get along? <laughs> So, uh, I don't know, Willem Dafoe owed someone money, so he did some voice work. Yeah, yeah, Kate Winslet, too. Yeah. Like, this does not seem like the type of thing she would get involved <laughs> with, but, uh... Yeah, no, 
Not good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Sounds like I dodged a bullet. Yeah. I totally just, like, yeah. Been pretty busy these past two weeks, but, like, I guess I just really didn't have have Defoe on my mind. I, 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 yeah, I'll try to watch next week. <laughs> I'm going to get back on it, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, okay, so then we're just going to jump into the weekly what else. Yeah. Or, for this episode, a rapid fire review. I've got a, I got a list. Of you got a lot of stuff. You're gonna yeah, but a lot of it's rewatch stuff. So I don't need to delve into it because I know like, you I like watched this. it. So. Yeah. I watched it again. I liked it. And like, chances are, you're probably only rewatching things you do yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, the start off with because Montana, my lovely girlfriend, she loves Lord of the Rings. Okay. So we kind of watched all of them. Picked uh, three days and we did the trilogy, the extended editions. Ooh. Absolute um, madness. It is, but it's, they're so good at the same time. They're so long, but they're so good all at the same time. They're all gems. Okay. And it's just, yeah, it's like, you gotta book off a week. Like, that's all you're watching for the rings if you wanna do the trilogy, right? Yeah. So. So, all those are gems. Other things I rewatched. Um. We did the. Okay. Please know it's been two weeks since we recorded, so like I didn't watch all cram all this in like five days here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we did uh, Infinity War and Endgame one day. Oh, huh. Yeah, we watched those. Wow, how was that? They Good. go by a lot better than Lord of the Rings, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, both gems. And then we also did uh, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther 2. We haven't. Okay. That's our first rewatch of it sure. since we yeah. saw it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's a long one. The second time around, I was like, this is... Because you liked it. Yeah, I gave it a gem. gem? Still a gem? Yes, because my only gripe with it is it's long. I think everyone's acting and the story's fine. Yeah. Just one day I'm on Disney Plus and I'm like, oh, this is two hours and 45 minutes. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. And then like, yeah. Yeah, did you watch anything sub two hours here in your two weeks? Like everything you're talking about is like... (laughs) Um, Some of the new stuff I got here... uh, well, some were pretty short. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's go with... Um, yeah, so one... I was going through... Just... Uh, I don't... What was I doing? Oh, I was on eBay just kind of trying to find, like, just deals on movies or whatever, right? And then I'm scrolling through and I came across a movie I watched way back in, like, 2006. I remember enjoying it. And it was on eBay for like four bucks, so I bought it. I was like, I gotta see if it's still good. Yeah. It's a movie called Stay Alive. A 2006 horror movie. Yeah. Where the premise is they all play a video game, but the video, like, and then they all start dying the same way they died, their characters died in the video game. Okay. Um, the, we got a, the cast, uh. Did this have Frankie Muniz this in it? It did have Frankie <laughs> Muniz in it. And a Jimmy Simpson in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it had Milo right. That, yep. that character, that guy. Yeah. I call him this and this is us. Yep. <laughs> uh, Sophia Bush is in it. Um, Lucas Foster, brother of Ben Foster. Hmm. I didn't know it. that he had a brother. And uh, what, uh, what I was just looking into to see if there's any fun facts about this movie, Ben Foster actually signed on to be in the movie. <sighs> but then... Felt like his brother was the better choice. <laughs> but it's, so, That's incredible. Yeah. He was like, I, I saw Dot, and then he was like, 
Like he said, uh, my brother's the better. From what choice. I read, it was like, yeah, he recommended. Like he was like, he was like, give it to wow. Lucas. Wow, what does that say? What What is that saying? Well, okay, so it's not a good movie, but it's a fun movie. Okay, I don't know if that makes sense. Like yeah. there's bad movies that are yeah. fun to watch. I I yeah, uh, that was what happened to Monday for me yeah. right the the faux fest thing i was like i know this isn't a good movie but i had fun watching yeah. it like i would watch it again right now yeah if you know i'm like let's turn it on <laughs> yeah. it's a dumb fun movie yeah. okay you know and she's yeah like they're all they play this video game and they all like uh and she's like oh they're all dying and then it's like yeah some like demon things like like basically haunting them because mm-hmm. they say the Magic Latin words mm. like we did with the can of beer that happens in the video in this movie. Novus Boreas. To the start the video game, no. Back in two thousand six, they had to like talk and somehow it made the game start and then they so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fun movie. I give it. A, I give it a gem. Sure. On my list here. Okay. Cool. Um, we got uh my only meh on here. Is just because it's wasn't it's like I'm not the target audience we watched a rom com called The Perfect Fit. I'm not even hundred percent sure that's the name of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stars Gabrielle Union. Okay, yeah, I'm aware of her. Yeah. Um, like it's fine. Like I'm just I watched it. It's not my. I really don't have an opinion on it because I'm. I was just like I watched it, but. I'm not the best person to review it, basically. Okay. okay. So, I give it a meh because. And sorry, wait. This was a re rewatch for you, though. No, this. No, was okay. Not. This is new. Okay. So that was new. Uh, I think everything else here was new. Yeah. Um, my other meh on my list. Ben Affleck had a new movie called Hypnotic. That was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Oh yeah. The guy who does gory movies and yes. Spy Kids back to yeah. back. Yes. <laughs> That's. Rodriguez, yep. Yeah. Uh, it's a, give it a mech because it's a fine movie. It just tries to be more than it is. And they try to throw in like all these twists. So basically, Ben Affleck's a detective. You know, he's going to therapy because I think a year before, like, there's a flashback that his daughter gets abducted. And he's like, you know, like, there's no trace of where she went. So he goes to therapy. So then, then uh, he kind of comes across this guy. What's his name? He's played by William Fitch. Oh yeah, okay, that guy. Yeah, the guy who's in like every like a yeah, lot of yeah, like that guy. Yeah, that the, guy. he was the the bank manager in, in uh, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. Because I remember there was a post stupidest article I think I've ever read. It was a list of characters who should have had their own movie, and he was on. And he was number one on the list. That's really stupid. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so he they're like watching, monitoring him, and he's like saying things to people, and they're doing well, all these things, and he robs a bank or whatever. And uh, so it's like, oh, what's he doing? Like, how's he doing all this? And you find out he's a like, hypnotic. He's can like distort people's view on reality by like saying certain words. Basically, a superhero type thing. Ah, yeah, yeah, right. So, sure, and then 
You find out that he's in this looking for this deposit box. Ben Affleck gets to it, opens it. It's a picture of Ben Affleck's daughter, saying like, "Find this person" or whatever. So he's like, "Why? Do you, like, why are you looking for this type of deal?" Hmm. So then he meets other people. Yeah, there's kind of scenes where it's like, you know, he thinks this is happening, but then it's just like distorted reality because this, this guy can change your reality for you. So, spoilers for listeners, as well as you, Mike. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, the big complicated twist here is Ben Affleck is actually at the hypnotic. Mm-hmm. I felt that just yeah. the way you were, like, uh, describing this, yeah. And you find out his daughter is, like, basically like the strongest version of this breed of people or whatever right oh okay and that there's this government society government agency wants like basically classic experiments we're gonna like basically hold her hostage because we gotta mm-hmm. make sure figure out why she's like the strongest stuff like that so basically he like brought her to a place hit her and then like erased his own memory mm. so everything he's gone through is a staged thing mm. until he to help him try to remember where his daughter is because hmm. he erases his own memory and the William Fitch he finally he's just the owner he's like the one that runs the government organization uh. that Ben Affleck also like works for because hmm. it was all like an agency yeah and they had he had a daughter and then his, his wife's in it like he, he talks about his ex-wife and he find out like you know he's like has a realization that it's like his ex-wife's actually like the woman helping him hmm. or whatever. And it's like, oh, he's all confused. But then you find out, like, oh, no. He knew all along because he just erased his own memory. And he's like, this, they're like, yeah, it's the classic. This is like your 13th time doing this. We keep making you run over the same situation over and over again until you remember where you hid your daughter. Isn't Paycheck kind of like this? With the, the, do you ever watch Paycheck with Ben Affleck? Uh, yeah, I remember that has something to do with, that like, has something to do with memory yeah. and stuff, right? And, and like, she's like, I don't know, it's like someone watched, like, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't thinking, I was like, someone watched Memento, mm. and it was like, I want to do this thing where the hero is looking for himself, or yeah, yeah, basically type deal, and it's just like, yeah, it's just tried too hard, and tries too hard, but it ends up being the same thing that we've all watched. Tried yeah. too hard to be different, but it's like, we've all seen this watched this before so I'll give it a myth <clears throat> um some gems here uh extraction 2 came out on netflix okay with chris hemsworth crimsworth <laughs> i love that <laughs> That's <Little> what... <laughs> and then uh i guess so that would make liam hemsworth lemsworth yeah and the other one isn't it luke luke yeah he's luke's luke. worth <laughs> luke's worth <laughs> uh extraction 2 came out uh i really like the first one uh, this one, really I heard good. This was really good too. Yeah, um, it's big thing because like there was like a one shot scene everyone liked in the first movie, and kind of like how when Daredevil was coming out, this is the hallway scenes yeah. they had a one up each season and be like, hey, here's a longer version. Yeah, this one has a twenty one minute one shot. Mm. Done beautifully, loved it. Yeah, well, like, after that, I was like, what am I gonna do for the third one? Like the whole movie could be a one shot, maybe. But uh, it's pretty simple premise. He has to break someone out of jail, and uh, you know, and then the bad guys try and like get 
him for getting this person or whatever. Um, it's basically three really big action sets in that your movie. Hmm. I feel like it takes place in three spots. And just, so, But it's just done very well. Okay. So cool. I'll give it a little gem. Um, we got... I watched... I think last episode I talked about how I thought Guy Ritchie doesn't make a bad movie. I think he... He doesn't make movies that make money, yeah. uh, but I don't think he's never made an overly bad movie. Okay. So I went, you know, checked out his movies again, see what you've been watching. I was like, oh yeah, he was going to start off a whole franchise here about King Arthur. Yeah. He got like a whole, like, I'm making like seven King Arthur movies. So I was like, oh yeah, I never saw it when it came out. So I was like, I'm going to watch. I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I'm giving it a gem. It's a fun movie. It's, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. The way the conversations are happening, and then uh, have you ever seen the gentleman? No. Or just the way he has like these scenes, like it's like dialogue that's over a scene, but it's kind of like yeah, takes yeah. like I don't know, it's like yeah, conversation, he, yeah, but it's like a scene that's happening at the same time, but it goes back to the present conversation. Yeah, and it's just the way all the dialogues made. Oh, this is a Guy Ritchie movie, mm-hmm. King Arthur's World. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I wouldn't mind seeing more of this world. Mm-hmm. I think it doesn't like do too. It didn't go so heavy on like world building where it's like that's all it's doing is like setting up a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. But uh, Charlie Hunnam, uh, Drew Law's in this. Eric Bano's in this. Uh, I think those are the biggest names. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his name. Bijvan Hunsu. Okay. He's in it. Um. Yeah. Good stuff. Give it a real gem. I had a fun time watching it. Nice, man. Um, okay. And then I watched... So I listened to Brett Goldstein's podcast, uh, Films to be Buried With. And he did one with the actor Sam Richardson. Okay. Who's been on Ted Lasso and a variety of projects. And he started talking about the first movie he ever was the star, the lead role. So I was like, oh, let me look into it. It's apparently the most best-reviewed video game movie, uh, Werewolves Within. Oh. Um, I so I was like, oh. this. I was like, oh, it's like a 2016 PlayStation movie. <laughs> um, I mean, outside of the podcast, we played like a, the game like Werewolf or whatever. Yeah. It's the game's basically that where people are trying to find out who the werewolf is. Okay. This group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what this movie is. It's a short, like, hour and a half long movie. I, th- I think you would like this movie. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I recommend this for you. Okay. Just the way it's shot, it's a just very comedic and it's a, it's a horror movie, but comedy aspect is the way everyone's in it. So, like, it's funny. It's a good time. So, I recommend I gave it a real gem. I think it probably might be the best video game movie. Wow. I mean, I have nothing to compare it to. I never right. played the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I'm just looking at the Rotten Tomato score and be like, oh, cool. It's an 80-some percent. Huh. Which is great when, like, the second place is, like, a 40% movie. Right. Type of deal. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave that a watch. So, real gem. Now, Mike, I got two movies left. One's a gem. One's a dud. Okay. What one do you want me to talk about first? Uh, Talk about the gem first. Okay. So, today, actually, oh. I watched oh, right. Insidious, That's The right. Red Door. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. fifth entry to the Insidious franchise, the fifth and apparent final one. 
Yeah. They came out and said the franchise is going to take a hiatus after this. Uh, Patrick Wilson's debut. Exactly. The directorial debut. Yeah. yeah. Um, real gem. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not doing well critically right now, but honestly, recently I've been disagreeing with a lot of like the Rotten Tomatoes scores. I don't think some of these movies are perfect, but they deserve better scores. So going into it, I was like really excited because I've been a fan of the franchise. But the first two, obviously being like one giant one, movie. Yeah, yeah. I was excited because this one was supposed to continue. From on, on from From that. chapter two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Two. So it was a cool one. Patrick Wilson's directing. And I was like, oh, this great trend of like actors like directing something has been going in a pretty, pretty good, good direction. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, look forward to it. Slow burn, like, kind of takes a little bit to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but once it gets going, like, I compared it to, not that it, the plot is like the movie Malignant that I've talked about on this show, mm-hmm. where I didn't really care for the movie, and then, like, the last bit happened, and I'm like, damn, that last bit was so good. Mm-hmm. I, I forgave the rest of the movie. Yeah, okay. Plot-wise, not the same by any means, but, like, it, it just as in it kind of took a little bit to get there, and then it finally got to where I wanted to go, and then I was like, okay, this is great my heart's pumping a little bit like this is like getting you going yeah this is a good horror movie okay cool um it does seem like yeah like i jump and i'm like jump some parts but then there's like some typical cliche jump scares where yeah you know you it's gonna be coming and... he does a good thing like he, lee, lee winnell you know when he did the invisible man he perfected it by like People always assume something was going to jump out in like the open space of a shot or whatever, or something's going to happen and like nothing would happen type of deal. Patrick Wilson does this too. There's some shots where it's like the cliche, okay, there's like too much space, like over Buddy's like right shoulder. Something's going to jump out by like the right. Mm-hmm. But like, it didn't know. Like he alters it so it's a little different. But then some things it's like, okay, he's doing this. He's looking over here twice the third time. That's he looks good. over there. Something's going to be there. Or I, even at that part, I'm like, nothing's going to be there the third time because it's going to be behind him now. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's been like the new thing where they keep looking in the yeah. same direction. And, and then, then by the time they come back, it's, it's there. It's, yeah. Right? So, but there's a couple times like, damn, that's good. Um, there's just, um, my only real complaints are they don't bring back, like, well, everyone's back in this one. Yeah. But they're, some of them, some of the roles are so small. I'm like, ah, sure. Like, yeah. and even... Like Lee Winnell and Angus, uh, yeah, like, of, like I'll spoil them. Sure. Okay, they're in one little scene. Ah, okay, and it's like There's... a YouTube video. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's so, too bad. So, but I don't want to spoil anything. It's a brand new movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I want to, yeah, because I'm. We still haven't watched the fourth one. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah, I really like those. The first two, especially, and the third one, I, I still really like. So, so um, yeah, I want to watch that fourth it's one. Just and, like and uh, even like it's more. It's it is a the actor's name is Ty Simpkins. The, the old the yeah, the kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, his, I guess he's an, he's a, like, an he's adult, a college but, student now. Yeah, it's his movie. Like everyone yeah. else is basically a side character. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Even like even like in the advertisements, like you kind of got the hint like it's gonna be a Patrick Wilson and Ty Simpkins because they're the two that mm-hmm. are affected by the plot of the mm-hmm. Insidious franchise or whatever. Yeah. But even like Patrick Wilson, I feel. And Rose Byrne, like is she? She's, she's in it, but she's it's a small really? role. Huh. Um, I mean, I thought she makes an appearance in like every movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The woman, the, yeah. The, the medium girl, yeah. like the old. Uh... She she's in it, and she's in it, like a questionable part of the movie. Maybe once you watch it, we'll tell sure. the spoilers. Yeah. Okay. But uh, 
Yeah, it wraps it up things nicely. It's a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So good. Score probably really good too. Like the yeah. same. The guy. only thing, and I have gripes with it. I was like, oh no. But then I couldn't remember how the last two movies went. The ones that weren't James Wan directed. Right. Best thing about one of the best things about Insidious One definitely was the title card. Yeah. Like and the, two did that too. Right with the, just the screeching. Yeah, violin, violin screaming. Yeah. 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 This one doesn't do that. Oh, it doesn't. It's like a casual Insidious, oh. The Last Door. No, no, no violin screeching. Wow. Yeah, but. that's interesting. Yeah, because two and one, yeah, two and three did it. You know, it still did that. Like, yeah. you know, just so this one didn't do that. Yeah. I was like, oh no. Yeah. And then yeah, so but overall, I think he did a great job. I know Patrick Wilson's already been asked to do like direct a the next conjuring project mm. and he was like listen like just like anyone else says if it's good enough like if he thinks it's good and people think it's good why he did insidious fives because he had so much like you know he's been around that franchise whatever and mm-hmm. you know with this and the conjuring franchise he got his like i can do a, a horror movie but he's like basically like i got james wan and lee winnell like yeah behind me, and, me yeah and like yeah, I can go to them and be like, "Hey, is this what you would do?" Type deal. James Wan produced it. Lee Winnell, I he did only did like the storyboard okay. or because okay. when okay. In the I opening, think he wrote all of the other ones. In the right? moment, and this one, when it comes to screenplay, it's not his not name, okay. but it says I forget what it's story, story something story by maybe or story crit like yeah, the story board story by says Lee Winnell because he even says characters based. Oh yeah, because even in a separate part it says like characters created and ba- created by Lee Winnell. Mm. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, nice. so yeah I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, like I, I really, um, yeah, that was like a horror franchise I was always kind of interested in, and then like that's the franchise it. that got me into like horror. horror. Yeah, because I feel like I started too late when it came to like watching like the Jason and the Freddies, yeah. and like. You know, someone would be like, oh, when I was, you know, you talk to your parents or whatever, they're like, oh, when I was a kid, this movie scared, scared me, so you'd watch it, but it's like, oh, like, just, it's not up to date, like. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't translate right? as well. Like, you know, people always say, like, the It miniseries is terrifying. I watched it, and I'm like, it's good, but it's not terrifying in yeah. but I think the new movies are terrifying. Yeah. Some spots, but like, you know. Yes. In comparison. Yeah. yeah. So, but I wasn't really into horror movies because, like, and then, like, you know, it was either too late and then it just became, like, the, for a good, like, like the early 2000s, like, 2010, basically, it was just Saw movies, I feel, like, yeah, gore yeah. porn. Right. Yeah. Uh, horror movies was, like, 2000, 2010, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then, finally, I, why I liked Insidious so much because, like, there was no blood in it. Yeah, they knew yeah. how to scare you without yeah. using blood. I think there was one bloody handprint. Mm-hmm. In that whole it, movie. And like it actually makes you care about the yes. character. Like it's like it's something where it's like, this is a family. Aren't they just lovely? <laughs> like and now they're being psychologically yeah. like tortured. And like that was you know, that was like what is so great about like Rose Byrne, like in that yeah. first movie. And then and like it felt natural, like, you know, because like even not like the dad, Patrick Wilson, it's like you know, he's resistant, which is a very common thing, but then it's like, it doesn't take him long to be like, oh, wait, yeah, no, maybe this is something, you know? Until, like, it felt so realistic. It was, it was like the final scene where they finally... Yeah, yeah. 
And the, yeah, so the Red Door, yeah, it's a perfect third movie in those three. Mm-hmm. Trinity kind of thing, yeah. Like, obviously the time jump, but like, mm-hmm. great continuation. Are you ready for the dud? Yeah. The real dud. Nice. I can't wait. I heard about this movie. I'm like, this isn't going to be good. But I was like, I'm going to give it a watch because it should be at least fun to watch. Yeah. And I'm like, because I was like, you know, when something, what I've learned after watching this is this. If it's in the public domain, doesn't mean you should make your own twisted version ah, of it. Okay. Because I watched Blood and Honey. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah, yeah. Short movie, only like an hour 20. Yeah. But if you're going to do something like, hey, I want to make a horror movie based on Winnie the Pooh, have some fun with it. Yeah. Go into its lore. Have fun with it. Just don't make like a movie that could be like anything else except you're using Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Type of deal. Because all it is, it's a, you know, speaking of gore porn, it's just gore porn except and it's Winnie the Pooh that's the killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's getting to the plot a little bit. Um, this starts off with this weird, like, sketchy, like, sketch animation type deal. Like, they couldn't afford to shoot the scene or whatever. Obviously, because only characters from the Winnie the Pooh universe in this movie that you see are Christopher Robin, Winnie the Pooh, and Piglet. Oh, okay. No That's Tigger, it. no. Starts off with like this opening animation of Christopher Robin, you know, meeting these basically animal, half animal, half human hybrid things, plays with them, and then he has to like basically move on with his life. So he leaves them all behind and they're all stuck basically fending for themselves when they don't, because in this version, Christopher Robin is the one that fed them, took care of them. So he leaves, there's no one there to feed them. So they all go turn feral and like. It's like, oh, it doesn't, the only one they say they ate was they all ate Eeyore. Okay. But then it doesn't like really explain what happened to Rabbit, Owl, or... Tigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so then the movie starts, the live action part is Christopher Robin going back to 100 Acre Woods with his, like, wife-to-be, because she's all like, he's all like, listen, like, I told you about my life. These stories, whatever, I have to show you that it's real, basically. They get there. Winnie the Pooh is all feral. And then, like, they kill his, his wife. And they kidnap him. And then it just, just jumps to random people's book staying at a cabin that's in the Hundred Acre Woods. And one by one. Getting killed. Getting killed. Yeah. Doesn't do It's gory. Um, some, like, unnecessarily gory. Um, there's even like once there's like one scene it's like hey he ripped off this woman's shirt I'm like why do you need to have nudity like there's no other nudity in this movie mm-hmm. but you have to rip off this woman's shirt before you throw in the wood chipper mm. stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's just really bad gratuitous for the sake of being gratuitous yeah, yeah. and it's like this isn't fun like if you're gonna do something stupid like I'm going to pull a horror movie mm-hmm. make it fun mm-hmm do something with do like something. the characterizations of the characters yeah. and yeah and like Christopher Robin he's not the main character in this he's kidnapped he finds it comes back later and it's just I was the whole time I was expecting at least like one more character to kind of be like oh we defeated because spoilers they kill Piglet these women 
Um, and then, uh, so it's like, oh, they should, you know, they think they're like almost be safe. And it's like, oh, there's Tigger. Oh. Stuff like that. There's more. But it doesn't do that. Oh, I thought it, you said no, it does no, do that. No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. I spent yeah. the whole time waiting like another. Yeah, 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 yeah. Waiting the Pooh character is going to show up. Yeah. They never do. Hmm. Wonder why that is. Yeah, because like. So, of course, this movie made money. Like, yeah, had a very small budget. Yeah. So, anybody's probably. You know, <laughs> it made like $5 million or whatever. Yeah. Watches like that. Like, it probably only cost like $10,000 yeah. or something. So, of course, there's like sequels in the works. Uh cinematic universe of some sort is in the works of course but i was like this is a bad study like that's the only thing going for it's like oh like advertising wise like oh we need the poop on horror yeah but i was really hoping for some fun i just i was bored <laughs> and it's just like yep yep like it ends on a dark note the way the poop wins everyone else is dead Ooh. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Bill on you, Phil. Yeah. Okay. That's that's my quickish reviews on thing. Sure. Mike, do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Uh, few little things. Um, we wrapped up Ted Lasso. Ooh. We started. Uh, we went back and we rewatched uh, seasons one and two, which we had rewatched. Or, we wanted to rewatch before going yeah. to three because we did start three, and Jenna was like, "I don't remember any of the things that were going on." Yeah. Like she didn't remember about like uh, uh, Roy and like Keely kind of yeah. breaking up and stuff. So she's like, "I don't what <laughs> like what's going on?" And I was like, "Okay, we'll rewatch one and two. Um, and I would say I really liked it. It's good. Um, I do think three is like my least favorite season though. Um, like I think it wrapped up fine, but like it felt like it was just going in so many different directions. Yeah, for I, so I get long. that. And like people talked about that, maybe in, you know I don't yeah. enough of a praise for this show. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's and, great. And yeah. uh, you know, like a lot of people complained because like they had so many storylines, and then on top of that, so a lot of the storylines just abruptly yeah. end. Yeah, it's where it's almost like why even why have it? Yeah, it's like that lasted so like. Yeah, especially the stuff, a lot of stuff around Keely was just like, that gets like three little episodes, and it's like, she has this friend, and it's like, why bother with that? Like, someone's gonna start with, like, oh, there's gonna be this like, conflict between her and Shandy. And it just goes or away, yeah. And then and she's like, she's never, yeah. she comes back in like the last episode, I think. Like yeah, a maybe a little bit, yeah. And then, yeah, then her other relationship that she goes on with, and it's just like, it just that ends. Thing, so unnecessary and this zava guy that comes in for a few episodes it's like what's the point in it yeah because like I, when he brought in came in i was like oh i know exa-. i was like with that first episode they brought him in i was like oh he's like this also i was like oh i was like i knew he was gonna leave the team at some point i was like i bet you he either gets fired from the team or he like you know he quits the team or whatever and then joins west ham west ham right? or whatever yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> they meet in the finals or whatever. Yeah. But no, it's just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm done playing. Yeah. Gonna grow some avocados. Yeah. And then no one's gonna mention it. You're not gonna get mentioned again until the last episode. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. And then some storylines just, like, kind of go back to, like, you, like, speaking of Keely, it's like, you know, this whole season was really her doing things on her own. 
like making her own choices and then like you know when it came to love and all of that it was like you know she's focusing on herself but it kind of still ends with like okay is it gonna be roy or jamie uh-huh. type of deal yeah yeah and like i don't know like all of it was good like i liked yeah. the zava stuff and i liked you know like the shandy stuff yeah. like that was kind of fun and stuff and then you know the jack stuff when and some episodes like, are an hour like, it plus it's like why why yeah like none of that felt necessary like, like i would have rather because like some things like you know uh I won't do, like, crazy spoilers or anything. Like, we've kind of mentioned a few little bits and pieces here. But, like, yeah, I won't do any, like, crazy spoilers. Because it's totally worth watching. And I really liked it. Honestly, like, I didn't want to finish it. Like, we got down to the last two episodes. And I was just like, oh, like, I know it's done. And, like, it was... I don't think I've felt this way about a show in a long time where I, like, I don't want to finish it. Like, it's... it's, There's two episodes left. And, like, we finish it, it's done. Like, I don't want to do that. And we got down to the one last episode. I was like, I don't want to finish it. Like, it's 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 because that's it. I think even when and we I watched think the last episode, I even paused it at one point and be like, oh, no, I only have 20 minutes left of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's honestly, it's, like, incredible. But, like, I just felt like there was a few storylines where I was like, well, I wish, like, this established character had more s- yeah. stuff instead of these like new characters that just aren't really that going anywhere. Rough. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all like nice three stories. episode arcs, but it's just like it, d- it doesn't do anything. It's not adding anything even to the like, overall like, storyline. Uh, even like Rebecca's story, yeah, yeah, like you know, there's just certain parts of her story where like, what's the point of it? Just to, like almost felt like they just brought certain parts of her. Story arc just to have him show up in the last episode and be like mm-hmm. yeah this is the way it is it's like oh well, she was more to that yeah type of deal instead of being like a really not to be mentioned until the last episode mm-hmm. something like that. but uh, uh i love all of like this goes for the whole show yeah. overall all the bowie references yeah it's so great uh you know the core group of male friends they call themselves the diamond dogs um there is a whole little end the episode where they're in amsterdam beards comes back on the bus he's dressed up as piggy stardust piggy stardust which is like really funny and he references the song ashes to ashes um really good stuff and then uh roy kent calls one of the uh uh news reporters uh the goblin king and that's a character David Bowie played so um in Labyrinth so yeah good good stuff there um I think Roy had the best story arc yeah 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 overall like even Ted Lasso even like himself like his there's like a good chunk of episode he's barely he's barely in it yeah yeah um I said like halfway through the season I was like why can't they just let him be happy (laughs) like why why is it just like the I feel like yeah so much of like season two and three like they're just like this guy like he is so positive he's like such a positive force of nature but he can't have anything good for us I felt like that's what they were like doing and yeah. like um, and then his mom shows up and like oh, I get why he's like that and yeah she's yeah. like that and yeah they finally you care about everyone did, else did, did you cry at any point during the season three? I think I like 
got teary eyed a couple times, but I didn't full on. Cried. cried once season two. I cried once season three. Yeah, the mom. Yeah, bit. the whole. Yeah. The second thing, the second he says, like you know, his son misses him. Yeah, I was like, oh no. Yeah. No, I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Lasted it again. Yeah, yeah, so, I definitely got misty eyed. But uh, I mean, ah, uh, it's just, I had hope that, not that I, the show ended perfectly for this show, because like they're all coy on like what, what's going on past season three. Not once did they say season three was the finale mm. of Ted Lasso. They just said this is the finale of like the story or whatever, right? Even like uh, Brendan Hunt plays Coach Beard. Yeah. He said like, he's like, he's he's like, uh, we might just take a break and be like, hey, let's get back to when we have like a good idea or something like that. Let's not just do a season four, just to do a season four mm. type deal. But uh, I was like, no, this show ended like it's, yeah. it's done. I was like, yeah, there's some little bit couple loose threads to be like they continue like that story in its own yeah sometimes it's like it's good for a show to just be like here's the implied further adventures like you don't we're we're not going to explore them but you know that these people are going to be doing this and it's like that's fun yeah 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 no it's great yeah like it's honestly it's yeah it's incredible um uh really good uh we also started uh we're like three episodes in maybe of shrinking another show that you were like yeah go watch that and you know it's got uh brett goldstein (laughs) i was like we've we've talked about him so much already but yeah he's like he's one of the co-creators and so that's that's pretty good so far yeah we're yeah just like three episodes in and they're doing more of that they're doing the uh, second season the they said they're they're doing three seasons of shrinking okay they said there that's their that's joke cool. was, that's all we can get Harrison Ford for. Okay. <laughs> uh, there are some that's great impressive. stories behind, like, of how they got him on the show. Yeah, it is fascinating. I never yeah. thought I would have seen him like, in the show. Because it's like one of the best things that I've seen him do. Yeah. It's just so different and funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, it was a Brett Goldstein interview. Okay. And he talked about how um, they were making the show and they made this character. And they were like, Brett Goldstein was like, we need, uh, like, you know, the ideal casting would be a Harrison Ford like person. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, he brings up, a, you always know, hear that term all the time in Hollywood. Like, we want this actor, but like, not this actor. Yeah, yeah. And Something like, like this, because we know we'd never get that yeah. person. And then eventually, uh, Brett Lawrence, I think's his name, whoever. Okay. The other, whoever created, created help with Ted Lasso and they, mm. it was Brett Goldstein, uh, they're like, let's just, ask Harrison Ford like this someone had connections to Harrison Ford like hey let's send him a script worst case scenario he says no or whatever mm-hmm. right so then Brett Wilson yeah sure no problem they sent him the script and shortly after Brett was about to go do some stand up or something like that. he gets a phone call from Harrison Ford saying hey just read your script let's go out for lunch right now <laughs> no I can't because I'm I got priorities he goes okay like later come for like some drinks or whatever so then whenever he goes to Harrison Ford's house, Harrison Ford's like, best thing I've ever read. Wow. Greg Olson's like, shrinking? Are you talking about shrinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's cool. So. Yeah, that's cool. And good. then brings back, like, Jason Siegel has been, like, out of, like, the Hollywood spotlight for, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. he's done the odd thing. He's, mm-hmm. So it was just nice seeing him mm-hmm. take the lead in the show. And Did you watch that? What was that? He had that movie there. Yeah, that was a good movie. He's yeah. really good in that, though. He was a couple. There was 
I think you've reviewed one here. Mm-hmm. There was uh, I forgot I the name of each of them, but yeah, one yeah. was like a hostage movie, a house and yes, movie. yeah, that's that's the one I was talking about. That yeah. movie, yeah. That and then there's the one where he's like, they're it's like this couple. One has cancer, and he's like the friend. Yeah, our friend. Yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so because I've seen some like obviously when you start doing the show, but those are yeah, kind of smaller indie stuff. So you like talk about like basically being burnt out after having a mother, mm. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's really good, man. Um, gonna keep at it, um, and then uh, the third Apple TV series that we we uh, started up, which like it's it's just starting up now i guess um hijack okay with yeah, yeah. yeah um that's third episode came out and we're up to date on it and i like it it's really good uh the first episode i was kind of like uh some of this stuff's like the writing i think is kind of falling flat but like the overall like story is you know intriguing enough and then like there's a hook Right at the end of the last step, or at the end of the first episode, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's not what I was expecting." <laughs> and then, yeah, like two and three have just been so like high octane, like thriller, like, uh, oh gosh, what what's gonna happen? Like, it yeah. it puts you in there, and it's like you're on a hijack plane. But then, you know, there is some like, uh, ground level uh intrigue going on to and people trying to put put it together like what's going on on this plane kind of thing and um yeah it's good it's really yeah like it it stresses you out in all the right ways and and makes you want more so i'm it it's a show where i'm like i kind of wish i waited to till because it's just going to be, I haven't looked into it, yeah. but there's no way it's going to be more, like, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be this one miniseries. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous if they stretched <laughs> this out over multiple things, uh, over multiple seasons. But, like, I do wish we just waited until it was done, yeah. because now we're watching weekly, and I'm just like, I want it, I want more, you know? I just want to watch it all and, and ingest that story all at once, so. Yeah. There's a couple shows I started watching... Oh, on Netflix, there was Skull Island, an animated oh, okay. project. Yeah. You know, and that's his movie? Oh, your series? Yeah, like that's an eight. Like a one season, eight episode. That's oh, yeah. It's fine. Like, yeah. Just, like, I just tried, like, the movie came out, like, 2016 yeah. area. Sure. With a, just watch that. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was more entertaining. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, I was like, this is fine. I was like, it doesn't do anything different. Yeah, it's a island with giant creatures. That it, and it's like a directed like to a young audience type deal, so things are uh, toned back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So hmm. um, then I started. What's another thing that I just I only started watching because like everyone from like interviews and just like the internet opinion was like, oh, this is like the funniest show on earth. I watch. It's called I Think You Can Leave. Now, oh yeah, with, uh, yeah Tim yeah, Robinson. Tim, yeah, yeah. So I started watching that sketch. It's a sketch show. show. It's some. It's funny. Something's not all depends like what your yeah. humor is really. Yeah. Something has Sam Richardson mm. in it, and like a lot of the skits, mm. stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. Like I stick. I watch like they're very short. There's three seasons. They're only like six episodes a season. Yeah. And they're like, I kind of just like, skim through. And like twenty minutes max. Yeah, yeah. Things so, 
you know, they're well thought out sketches anyway. But yeah. Some of them I laugh, some of them I'm like, yeah, I don't care for this, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I want to pause that for a second. Sure, okay. So I got the other beverages. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. I hit it once and it wasn't doing anything. And I hit it again. The whole episode yeah. over again. <sighs> Hope you remembered your lines. We had lines? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike, I got one more section left of the episode. There's some trivia. But before we get to said... I say trivia. It's not really a trivia game, but it's a a game. Sure. Um, It's a trivial game? Sure. (laughs) Um, This game is brought to you by the second beverage of the night. Yeah. We're going non-alcoholic. A rare find for us Canadians. This is like an American exclusive... Type of deal. Oh, wow. We got Nitro Pepsi. Yeah, we do. A draft cola. Mm-hmm. I uh, didn't even think that was legal. Smooth, creamy, easy to drink. Uh, even has, I guess, steps, really. Wow. Chill, chill can, can, pour hard, my, admire, and enjoy. But I think we're just going to drink it right out of the can. Yeah. Can't Listen, be any different. I don't like it when... You know, yes. they tell us how to yeah. enjoy it. It's like, can I not just drink this like a normal can of Pepsi? So yeah, a nitrogen, a nitrogen infused cola, smaller bubbles, smoother taste. So this is just the regular Pepsi flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's crack them open and see what yeah. happens. Let's see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like nitrogen to me. I get the creamy part. Yeah, but it tastes like a flat. It tastes Pepsi. Like Pepsi. <laughs> so yeah, smooth. Yep, creamy, easy to drink. Sure. Um, I say it says creamy, but like only like the first sip. Only that first sip. Yeah, with all that, it's yeah, it's just flat yeah. Pepsi. I can't. Maybe we really it. should have poured pour, hard. Pour, pour hard. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have done that. Um, you have to shotgun the Pepsi for get the <laughs> right. Do you honestly think though that that would have done anything? No. 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 Any Admi- well, it any, does say admire and enjoy. Like you had to look at it. Like <laughs> any drink with instructions is not good. Yeah, enough. I think so. Don't tell me what to do. I should be able. You should be able to crack yes. it open, sip it, and that's all you need to do for a. That's beverage. all you need to do. Like it shouldn't. It shouldn't be like. Um, like wine or some of them you have yeah. to swirl in. And, Come on. Just be yeah. good, like, no matter how I decide to enjoy it. If I want to pour it in a tub and get inside of that tub, it should be good that Let way. Let me just marinate myself in some <laughs> red wine. So, so as we sip on these Pepsis, um, I got... We kind of talked about the box office a little bit uh, during this episode. Yeah. I have a list here. Um, try to basically, I'm gonna give you two movies. Yep. You tell me what movie had the best worldwide box office. Oh. Um, okay. Um, okay. Let me just double check here. No Marvel, no super Ooh. limited superhero stuff. Oh. I didn't want to do Marvel yeah. or DC because I feel like it's probably would, the Marvel easier movie. to guess type yeah. of deal. Okay. I threw in stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so I got one, two, three, eight, nine, ten duels on the box okay. office. All right. And you're to tell me yeah. what one made the most money. Sure. Oh yeah. Do so. I have lifelines? Can I call up? Uh, can I call up Nick or <laughs> or Justin here? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Okay. There's no rules except looking googling the box <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm just gonna call it in. uh sorry his his number's in here somewhere all right we're gonna start this off with um we're gonna do the two movies that really have nothing really in common and the rest of them kind of have a similarity because i just i just picked tie. i just picked these two random movies just for funds i got the mark Wahlberg starring max Payne. okay Versus Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. Whoa. What one made the most money worldwide? Whoa. Okay. That is an interesting... Okay. I feel like Diary of a Wimpy Kid was definitely more recent. So I feel like it might take the edge just based on that, honestly. Also, it was a... A family-friendly movie, so it has more of that uh, appeal, right, to a larger audience. And I'm not sure what Max Payne was rated. It, I don't know if it was R-rated. Like, it could have been. I can't remember if it was a movie that people thought it was supposed should have been R-rated. Yeah. It was like it what, the PG-13 route. Yeah, it was like a hard PG-13, yeah. right? I remember it being one of those movies I was like, when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, man, that was good. Then I rewatched it. Like, this is not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so Diary of a Wimpy Kid, definitely more recent. Hmm. I'm going with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, lock it in. I'm locking it in. Lock it in. All right. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, yeah. had a worldwide box office of $72.5 million. Okay. Max Payne had a box worldwide box office of. 87.06. One thing it didn't put in consideration is that Mark Wahlberg brings in the money sometimes. Ah, Yeah. Okay. So those that's the one that really didn't I just picked two random movies just for I was doing a bunch of compare like similar type movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm just gonna pick two random I (laughs) I came across like Max Payne or something like that. Going through like a list and I was like we try to find a movie that's the furthest from Max Payne. Payne. (laughs) Okay. But uh Okay, let's start with, uh, I think the only superhero movies I have on my list, yep. Okay. And they're kind of compared via the style. Okay. I got The Spirit. I don't mm. remember The Spirit with Samuel L. Mm. Jackson. Yep. That Ver- didn't make a lot of money, I know Versus that. Sin City 2. Oh, snap. A Dame to Kill For. Yeah, yeah. What one made? And this is really interesting because I don't know if you know this, Dennis, but The Spirit was directed by Frank Miller. And then Sin City, the comic, was written and drawn by, by um, Frank Miller. Is I, that, I, I just that learned something today. Oh, you I, didn't do that on I purpose? I just went with, I know they had like the similar type yeah, style. That's why or, they had a similar yeah. style. <laughs> I don't think he was, I don't think he directed um, Sin City though, like the, the movie. I think, didn't Rodriguez do one of them? He did, Robert Rodriguez did the first Sin City. I don't know if he did the second one. Oh boy, I know, I, I know the spirit bombed at the box office um and i don't think Sin city did Sin city very good too bombed as well because there was a lot of hype for 
Sin City 2. Yeah, because the first one did good. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but think of this. Yeah, Sin City come out. I don't have its box office numbers, but it did well. And yeah. Spirit came out, probably thinking to yes. get the carryover fans yeah. of Sin City. So you got the bomb. And you got Sin City 2, that people are like, ah, oh, we saw the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I, and, like, I kind of always feel like being like, yeah, it's a more recent movie, so it probably did just make more money. In, like, general, because inflation. In general, yeah, yeah, but, like, I guess that's not necessary yeah. with, uh... uh... Okay, so I'm saying which one made more money? Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's gotta be Sin City, a Dame to kill for because that had again like it had the draw right it had a pretty stacked cast um i want to i want to say i really want to say that like i know samuel jackson and in scarlett johansson was in uh, the spirit and um but i want to i want to say sin city made more money locking it in yeah i'm locking it in the spirit made $39.1 $39.1 million worldwide. Sin City 2, or Sin City as Game to Kill For, made $39.4 million. It made point three more than than the spirit. But not by much. Wow, yeah. Okay, alright. Let's go with... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Wow, I said I had 10 earlier. I had 12 earlier. I'm down to 10. Okay. Uh, give me a number between 1 and 10, Mike. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but didn't we do? Oh, no, okay, no. Yeah, you're not in the I got 10 left, so. <laughs> Yes, okay. Uh, 1. <laughs> I think it's really easy for you, Dennis. All right. We had two similar rom coms come out the same, like almost within a year of each other. We had No Strings Attached. Which was the one with Ashley Kutcher and Natalie Portman. Portman. And the one one that had Justin Timberlake and Friends with Benefits had Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. I'm going to say that made more money. What one made more money? That one. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Friends with Benefits. Friends with Benefits. $149.5 million. No strings attached. 149.2. 149.2. Dang it! Okay. So, so you stole that win. Wait, you, what? You won by point .3. You went 149. Oh, you, you cut me off. I don't know if you... I, oh, I misheard you. Friends with benefits, 149.5. Oh, I heard 139. That's yeah. why. Okay. And then no strings attached, 149.2. So you won by point .3 oh, okay. again. Well, for, I thought I was 10 million off. I, I heard 139 no, when you said I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's all good, man. Alright, give That's me between 1 and 9, Mike. Let's go with 8. <laughs> Alright, I got two childhood animated movies. Okay. We got Rugrats, the movie, mm. versus Digimon, the movie. Rugrats? Locking that in. Locking Come on. that in. They made he knows than- it. They made more than one Rugrats animated movie. That is true. And I don't think. And once made... I say these numbers, you'll understand <laughs> why. Uh, yeah. Rugrats the movie. Yeah. One hundred and forty point eight wow, million. Wow, more than f- hundred. What's that? One hundred and forty point eight. Oh, okay, not at one. Okay, I was gonna say more than uh, yeah. Frozen Benefits, but no. Digimon the movie. Yeah. Sixteen point six worldwide. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Felt uh, pretty good to vote that one. One through eight, Mike. Seven. Um, this one because this one's probably gonna be easy for you too. I got two insect themed movies here. Okay. I got a Bug's Life versus Ants. Mm, what one made uh, more money? I wonder. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bug's Life, obviously. A uh, Bug's Life, three hundred and sixty-three point two million. Ants, one seventy-one point seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two. All right, one through seven, Mike. Four. All right, we got two dark universe attempts. We got Dracula Untold, Uh which came out and bombed, and so they canceled it. Yeah. The dark universe. Then we have 2017's The Mummy, which came out and bombed, Mm -hmm. so they canceled the universe. What one made more money worldwide? I'm going to say The Mummy, because Tom Cruise. And, like, I remember the marketing for that more than Dracula Untold. Like, Dracula Untold, I feel like, just came by and, like, nothing. Like, I don't remember a single thing about that, but I remember the trailer. I remember the trailer for The Mummy (laughs) for some reason. In, like, that plane sequence. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, So, Dracula Untold. uh, 217.1 million worldwide. The Mummy, 409.2. Ah, okay. So, you are correct. Tom Cruise did get them some money. Yeah. I got six left. What one do you want? Two. Two? We're going to go with... We got Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Or Margot Robbie. That was the biggest name attached to that one. I couldn't remember who else was in it. And then I got Ian McGregor's Christopher Robin. Mm. Well, well, we made more money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never heard of the Goodbye, Christopher Robin movie, so I feel like maybe... I think they came out within a year of each other. I googled uh, what they call them twin movies when like the yeah. same thing ah. comes out with, like within a year of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These came out within within a year. Um, if you lock it in on yeah. Christopher Robin, makes sense because Christopher Robin made one ninety seven, one hundred and ninety seven point seven million. Yeah. Well, goodbye, Christopher Robin only made seven point four million. Whoa. What, Whoa! what is this movie? Have you seen this movie? I seen Christopher Robin. Yeah. Yeah. I got five left, Mike. What one do you want? One. All right, we got Volcano mm, versus Dante's Peak. Peak. One made more money. One of them had Tommy Lee Jones. And one had uh, Pierce Bronson. Yeah. I'm going to do the Pierce Bronson one, Dante's Peak. I was about to ask you what one <laughs> <that> one was. <laughs> Dante's Peak and Pierce Bronson. Uh, Volcano, 122.8 million. Okay. Dante's Peak. 178.1 oh, million. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty good at yeah, this, good, man. Good, yeah. <laughs> I only got the one wrong, right? Mm-hmm, so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four. 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 We got a Snow White battle. Mm. We have Mirror, Mirror. Yep. And then we got <laughs> Snow White and the Huntsman. Nope. We got the sequel, oh, Huntsman's Winter's tricky. War. Yeah, because if you went with the original, I would have been like, Obviously, it's that one, because uh-huh. that one got a sequel. <laughs> but I know there wasn't a third one. So, did Mirror yeah. Mirror do it? Or did... What is the sequel? Huntsman. The Huntsman Winter's War. Where they were like... Because Kristen Stewart wasn't you know, well-liked around the time. So, like, hey, we, we got Thor in this franchise, though. So, um, Kremsworth is going <laughs> to... That's right. Do a movie here. As so. he's known as. Um, 
This is tough. I don't know. I have no idea. No, yeah. Mirror Mirror had the bigger cast. Uh, I know Julia Roberts was part of okay. it. I think Army Hammer. Um, Holy moly! This one, I'm, I'm. This is a total. So, so you got the one that, like, you know, has Thor in it, who's becoming a box office star at the time. Mm-hmm. And you got. And it was yeah. So it was the sequel. Ooh, uh, okay. Ah, uh, either one, one didn't get a sequel. One didn't get a third movie. Well, yeah, one. exactly. <laughs> I'm. I'll. I'll go with. I'm gonna go with Mirror Mirror. But this is a total shot in the dark for me here. Like I have no idea. He's going with Mirror Mirror. Yeah. Hunt, Huntsman. The Huntsman. Winter's War. Stupid title. Yeah. Uh, one sixty four point nine million. Mirror Mirror one eighty three. Oh million, wow! So. Okay, okay. There you go. Yeah. I uh, mean, they they gave it a shot with that sequel, but. Oof. All right, I got three left. What do you want? Two. We have Olympus Has Fallen, and White House Down. I I mean, come on! It's got to be Olympus Has Fallen. They made like seven four seven, sequels to that. Twenty three. Twenty-three. Gerard Butler led. I think they're all sequels. Right. Yeah. Every, every, single every one, movie he's, like, he's in is a sequel. He's a secret Service agent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got to. I would be shocked if White House Down. Ooh. Oh, 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 I would uh, be shocked. Olympus has fallen, one seventy point two, and call him shocked because White House Down made two hundred five point three million. What? But they didn't make any sequels to this. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make any sequels to... Uh, wow, no, I am really shocked, actually. Because, yeah, they've made, like... Olympus has fallen. London has fallen. Angel has fallen. Yeah, but... And then, isn't there another one, too, there's maybe? Four, isn't, yeah, I think there's, there's, there's... There's four of those movies now, I think. I feel like there's four of those movies. All right, everybody pause for a second. I haven't seen one of them, but I... I've seen Olympus has fallen. Yeah, but I didn't. I've never seen a White House Down. The Has Fallen series is that what it's called? More than likely, uh, maybe maybe it is just three. I remember the when Angel Has Fallen. Fallen coming out, but then I feel like I heard of another one. Wikipedia just can't give me a straight answer. On it. <laughs> it's probably talking about all the like. Oh no! Only three. Only three. Okay. One and Angel Has Fallen. Let's see if there's like talks for okay there's a future section uh fourth uh in november 2020 it was revealed that a fourth film was in development called night has fallen yeah yeah so well, right. wow okay yeah. uh yeah i did i really didn't think i was gonna get that one wrong like um hmm. one or two two we have armageddon and Deep Impact. Where I made the most. Again, I feel really confident in saying this. I would be shocked if Deep Impact made more money. Shocked. Because, like, Armageddon just has that staying power, too. Like, it's still mean to talk, talk about, about it. Armageddon. Like, no one's, no one's talking. I've never seen Deep Impact. I've seen Armageddon. Um, well, Deep Impact, 349.4. Armageddon, 553.7 million. Okay. So I did pretty good here, right? I did what ten out of ten out of twelve. You got one more. You got one. Oh shit! There's one more. And when I said one or two, like uh, oh, you weren't saying I'm I'm not getting around to the other one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, last one here. So I might only get nine of this. <laughs> um, we, got, we got John Wick. Okay. And this the Equalizer. Oh, man. Oh, man. I guess they're about equal for sequels, too. Right? There's been more John Wick, but there John is... Wick's four. They're up to three Equalizer. Equal, I saw the show for the third one today. Well, the series. Yikes. It, and... Oh, man. We're not even... Yeah, so we're not talking about which made, which made more based on its budget. It's like which just made more... Worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah. So, like... Because I feel like that would easily be like John Wick. I know that John Wick had like a pretty small budget, but then it made a bunch of money, right? I don't I don't know about the Equalizer. I've never never seen it. Um But I I do want to uh I wanna go with John Wick. I wanna go with John Wick. John Wick made more money. But I don't know. John Wick. Yeah. The first one only made eighty six point zero eight million worldwide. Once again, I know it had a small budget, so probably... Yeah, like that made a good profit. Equalizer, yeah. 192.3. Wow, it blew it right out of the yeah. water. Huh. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, all right. Dang it. I thought I had 10 <laughs> out of 12, but I only got 9 out of 12. That was the last one. Yes. Oh, okay. Besides, in 20 more, and no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, man. That yeah. was a good, good little game. Yes, we all learned something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one saw Goodbye Christopher Robin. That's no. No one. So. They d- Yeah, they totally just inflated those ticket sales. Or like, <laughs> yes, $7 million worth of people saw this movie. Ah, oh, I forget there was like a story like a year, like maybe three, four years ago. Some like movie only had like one ticket sale, some super low budget thing. Wow. And then it was like confirmed that the person who paid to go see the ticket was like someone that was in the movie. Ooh. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. So um so that will wrap up episode one oh one. It sure will. Uh thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Mike, for joining. Absolutely. And we'll get you all next time. Uh, I was going to have the thing at the end where I'm like, hey, go see realmedianetwork.com mm-hmm. for all the Real Media Network productions. Yeah. See what we're up to. Yeah. There's stuff there and there's stuff to come. So, you know, be entertained. Stuff. You guys are yeah. going to be entertained. You can't yes. get enough of us. Yeah. You, you want us to stop, but we won't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks everyone. And yeah, catch you all next time. Cheers. Cheers. Hit this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's good mic testing. <laughs> I love it when you flick the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> right, cough out of the way. If you're ready, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Oh I'm ready. <laughs> you were ready, but you're not so you, ready. You told my bluff. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Uh, welcome to Drinks Real. Oh, <laughs> you dog goof, son. How could you make that mistake? I've only been doing it for 101 episodes. Calling me out my flaws. <laughs> hey, it's uh, negative reinforcement. <laughs> okay, where's my news? Okay. <laughs>